la la. I'm Adam. And I'm Corey. And we are the hosts of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are breaking down every single episode of Seinfeld as we watch it, reliving this amazing show. That's right. It's a trip down memory lane for all of us 90s kids out there. You can find Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Patreon. La la la. Welcome back to the Action Action Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, James, and I'm joined as always by Dustin. Hey! And uh, we're your boys. <laughs> your boys. In the Action Action realm. Uh, hey, guess what? We're a part of the BFOP network. You you need to check out those shows. God damn it. I don't know what you've been doing. <laughs> listening to us, but check them out. And, uh, hey, we're back for some gore. Oh, man. It's going to be great. Uh, but before that, you know what? Why don't we talk about what we watched this week? I know I didn't watch very much, um, but Dustin. All right, what? I got you covered. Okay. I got you covered right. here. I've been stepping it up a little lately. Uh, yes, thank you. I've <laughs> <laughs> been watching more, more stuff of late. Uh, let's see. I watched a real shitty z-grade uh trauma horror movie called rabid grannies <laughs> rabid grannies here's a poster for you oh yes <laughs> i now, love it now this was fun ish but it, it just looked so shitty it was so dark that it was hard to make out a lot oh, of stuff. right i watched it on tubi so i don't know if it was like it looked like fucking vhs quality to me like it was pretty brutal uh, i know there's a dvd but no blu-ray for this so i don't know what what version they were using but it was hard to make some shit out you watched it on tubi yeah here's the thing about some of those tubis like some of those italian knockoffs i'll i'll like start it but then it'll be like this was videotaped on like a home camcorder (laughs) and i'm like i can't i just can't do it (laughs) yeah sometimes it's it's rough i made it through this there was some fun stuff some fun makeup um, the grannies look good with their, their makeup jobs. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it was a little rough just cause it was hard to tell what was going on. So like some of the gore stuff, I was like trying to make out what was, what was happening and stuff. Right. So eh, if you could get a cleaned up version, I'd say, say, give it a go. Uh, then I watched this, that new dungeons and dragons. Oh uh, yeah. That's Honor on my list. Among thieves. It was pretty fucking fun. Nice. Like, That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, it's just like a fun adventure movie. It's it's funny. It's it doesn't take itself seriously. Like you know, sometimes fantasy stuff can be like, you know, it just takes itself very seriously. So mm-hmm. this doesn't do that. This feels more like if you play Dungeons and Dragons, there's always you know people doing goofy stuff and just having fun with it. Um, the CG isn't always the best. Sometimes it looks pretty good. Sometimes it's like, eh. I mean, does it need to be? No, it doesn't really need to be. Uh, it worked well enough for what this is. Uh, it was a fun movie. I'd watch another one if they made another one, for sure. Right. Good, like, the cast is fun together and stuff, so uh, I thought it was pretty enjoyable. 
And then I watched the new Evil Dead Rise movie. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, yeah continuation, I guess, of the of the franchise. Uh, you know, when I watched it, I was like, yeah, okay, it was it was pretty good, pretty good. There was some, I had some problems with it. Um, so what's the premise of this? Uh, a premise is there's an earthquake in this. Uh, like there's these people living in this apartment building. There's an earthquake. Uh, the kids and their aunt are in the parking garage, and they find this like kind of crypt, like vault, where this stuff has been locked away, and the Book of the Dead is in there. Of course, it is. And of course, this kid takes it. Oh, and he finds like a record, and someone has like made a record of saying the the incantations, and he plays it because he's like into being a DJ or whatever. Oh, okay. which was one of the cheesier aspects of the movie. I thought the whole DJ and why would somebody put this shit on vinyl? <laughs> but um <laughs> if you get over that, the movie is pretty fun and it gets like more and more crazy as it goes. Really gory. They really fucking go for it. Uh So but this is more of a serious tone. Yeah, it's not campy. Definitely more serious. There are some like funny lines here and there. Right. Um gets yeah, it gets pretty hectic and like yeah, it, it doesn't hold back, which I appreciated for sure. The more I've thought about it since watching it, the more I the more I like it. Because when I first watched it, I was like, yeah, all right. Had a few things that... Like, I don't really care for the look of the Deadites in this movie. Right. Like, the way that they did the makeup in the old movies, they just looked so awesome and, like, unique. Like, each one kind of had their own look and everything. Yeah. And in this, it's just like, oh, let's put in some contacts and maybe, like, exaggerate some facial features a little bit. And I just feels like kind of lazy to me. But, you know, other than these small little nitpicks, it's pretty fun. Uh, probably my least favorite of all of the Evil Deads, but still definitely a good time. See, I love the campiness. Yeah, like, the campiness is a lot of fun. Like even the think, show, the, like, the show's super Oh, yeah, super for campy. sure. But I think if they made this and they tried to be campy, they wouldn't capture it, right? They wouldn't be able to... Like, it's the same people making the show. Right. With, like, you know, Raimi was involved and, and yeah. obviously Bruce Campbell was in it and stuff. So it was, I think, easier to capture that tone for them. Yeah. If somebody else tried to do it, I'm not sure it would work. Yeah. So then they're, like, they're left with, let's go serious. Here's the other thing. Like... It shouldn't really even be an Evil Dead movie. It should be its own thing, not connected to that. But are people going to go see it if it doesn't have that fucking name on it, right? Yeah, that's true. They probably wouldn't go see it. Probably not. It's just like another horror movie with possession or whatever. Yeah. Then who cares? But Gotta cash in. Yeah. You got that name. You got people coming out to check it out for sure. You have a built-in audience to some degree already. Um. But yeah, it's fun and it's I think you'll like it. It's it gets fucking nuts. Nice. Uh let's see what else. I watched just one of the guys. This is an eighties sort of sex comedy gender swap movie. Um, I I recognize this cover. Yeah, this was a ubiquitous G- VHS back in the day. Yeah. Uh I never saw it back when I was younger. I ne- I've never seen it. I watched it for the first time a couple years ago, and I really liked it. And then I saw it, it was on one of my cable channels, so I recorded it and watched it again. It's really great. 80s, uh, you know, rom-com, yeah. sex comedy kind of thing. Um, this girl, she's she's rejected for this program. Um, she wants to try to be a journalist, and her teacher thinks her 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 paper that she's written isn't good enough so like only these guys get in so she's like gonna prove that he's sexist by posing as a guy and then see if her you know her writing will will make the cut kind of thing uh and of course you know 
there's a guy she likes, but she's buddies with him because she's a guy and <laughs> all this kind of stuff, uh-huh. the typical stuff. But it's well done. It's really funny. It's interesting because it's directed by a woman, I think maybe written by a woman too, and just it's one of those 80s sex comedies, but from the female perspective, which you don't see too, you didn't see too often, right? Um, but yeah, it's a fun movie. Her brother is fucking hilarious. Uh, who she's trying to get to help her with her scam and stuff and he's just like super horny and has like <laughs> nude centerfolds all over his wall and he's trying to get laid like constantly and stuff uh-huh. um you know 80s yeah it's, yeah. it's a fun movie <laughs> uh what else i watched escape from the bronx this is a an italian post-apocalyptic action movie man is, wicked poster yeah um this is a sequel to 1990 the bronx warriors which i watched a few years back um enzo g castellari directed this it's got this character trash he's in the first movie as well uh this guy mark gregory plays him he's just like a long hair oh yeah perfect dude yeah um this is a fun movie fuck like there's not there's no squibs basically because they don't have the budget for it clearly but just so many people dying constantly so many shootouts and explosions this is like the it's in the future the government is like trying to get rid of everyone who lives in the Bronx, which is, you know, just a rundown trash area. Right. Uh, of course, this is shot in the 80s, so it is, uh, you know, it's like that time when New York was shitty and trashy anyway. Yeah. Um, they're trying to get everyone out of the Bronx so that they can uh, build, you know, they're just they're going to gentrify it and build all these new Yeah, for things. those fucking elites. Yeah, exactly. So trash is not having it, man. He teams up with a bunch of people. Tra- yeah, trash, of course, <laughs> yeah. is his name. Yeah. And uh, they fight back, and that's—I don't know—it's a Yo, good time. Yo, you can't take trash out of Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, except he's Italian. The dubbing is fucking hilarious in these movies. Oh, really? Man, I love it. Nice. The voices are just like, who did they find to do this? <laughs> uh, this one's on Tubi for people who want to check it out. It's—it's it's pretty fun. A lot of like nonstop action in it. Uh, and then the last one I'll mention is I watched—I rewatched California, which I hadn't seen probably since it came out in 1993 this was a serial killer kind of thriller movie oh, brad pitt yeah yeah i remember this juliet lewis uh david Duchovny. i think i seen it once when it came out yeah yeah back in the day uh it's it's pretty interesting like it's kind of a bit slow paced but like performances are pretty good especially juliet lewis is fucking awesome in this has brad pitt's like kind of trailer trash girlfriend mm-hmm. i mean she did this in the natural born killers i think the next year or so she was p- nailing those roles, but uh, Duchovny is like a guy who's writing some sort of thesis or a novel about, uh, not a novel, but a book about serial killers. He's, right. he's going on a road, they're going on a road trip across country with his girlfriend. They need people to share in the ride who can help pay for So hotels, why not get food. a serial killer? Why not get a serial killer? No, they just happen to... Uh, <laughs> Get this trailer trash dude, Brad Pitt's character. What the hell's his name? Early Grace. Oh my god. Early. Early. Now Brad Pitt's pretty fun in this part. He is over the top. Like it's it's a it's a bit much with the accent and stuff. Right. Um, but he's but he does bring a menace to it for sure. Um, and it's very '90s the way it's edited and just different uh, filters used and all that kind of stuff. Uh, angles, camera angles, and all that that stuff. The guy who directed it. Hilariously, he went on to do Swordfish, the Gone in 60 Seconds remake. 
Oh. Um, Season of the Witch with Nick Cage, which was like a fantasy thing. Man, so like those are only, all like it's all terrible. Uh, yeah, Swordfish is the the bus floating through yeah, the air. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Gone in sixty seconds. It's that like lowrider scene where Nick Cage is like, <laughs> "Okay, let's go." Let's go. And he's yeah. like shaking his fingers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and the big jump off. Of yeah. Everything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, pretty much only made bad movies after this, but this one's kind of interesting. And you know, if you're in the mood for that '90s sort of serial killer thing, it's it's not bad. It's not it's hey, not amazing. You know what? Bad I mean, movies, no, but no also like. I'm pretty sure a lot of people saw them. It's oh not yeah, like, everyone saw fucking yeah. those those yeah. couple movies there for sure. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, uh, California with a K. Yeah, David Duchovny. It's just he's so funny because he's just so wooden. Like oh yeah, it's just that same exact like X Files. Everything you've seen him in, where he's just like nothing. <laughs> nothing moves him to like. I mean, it's kind of part of his charm, uh, I guess. It's like very. If you call that charm. Dry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's very unlikable in this, though. Like, you're just like, fuck, dude. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, not a bad movie, though. Awesome. Okay. Well, um, yeah. So I haven't watched pretty much anything. I watched something with my kids that I can't remember. Um, must have been good. Must have been really good. But then all of a sudden I got onto this, this show called oh, yeah. Big Timber. And... It's a logging show. So <laughs> it it follows uh, this family, uh, and the main guy is his name's Kevin. So it follows his like family and his crew, and it's filmed on Vancouver Island. And it's basically he owns like the last, or he owns one of the only family-run mills, I guess. And so it's just about like him running his mill, but then he also has his timber claim, but then he also uh, does all this like salvaging of lumber off the shores. Okay. Which, I mean, yeah, I guess it's just money just just sitting there, right? So it's all like logs that were, you know, from other logging um, operations that maybe got away from like, is this like rustling cattle? <laughs> it's got their mark on it. <laughs> oh yeah. It's like some of them actually, there's like some rule where like, if it's got a chain or a rope in it and it's tied, then it's somebody else. Like there's all these like unwritten rules. Right. Anyways, it's just one of those shows that for whatever reason, I just get so much joy in mm-hmm. watching. Yeah. Um, it's not like it's amazing or anything, but it's like a whole other world that like I right. know nothing about. Right. I get that. Right. Yeah. So it's just kind of cool to, it's like informational, but also entertaining. Yeah. And it's funny. Like some of those, you, you kind of, there's like a few reality things that filter down that you kind of grab onto. And it's like, uh, yeah, I get that. Like, it's like you're entering another world, another culture that you don't know anything about and you're kind of learning about it. And, but seeing it from like a human perspective like you're getting a story yeah totally and honestly watching the show uh and so they're they're on boats getting all these logs off the shore and they go into all these different inlets and i'm like fuck man i need to go to vancouver island like it's so beautiful yeah and so it's just and it's kind of cool that you know it's filmed you know just you know in our province right so it's it's kind of cool in that way but um yeah, so what I would cha- say what channel is that on? It's on History Channel, but they okay. actually they just put I think 
two seasons. I think they have they filmed three seasons, so they put two seasons on a Netflix. Oh, okay. the first two yeah. seasons. So the third season is on, uh, yeah, on the History Channel. Hmm. So, um, so yeah, I mean that's kind of what I've been up to. What I've just, been into, just uh, binging that. Yeah, I was just binging it. I took uh, Monday off, so. I just literally fucking was binging it. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so it's really, it's been really hot. So it's like, there's not a whole lot I can do. I just sit in my air yeah. conditioned room. Yeah, right. It's like, no one wants to go out in this shit. Yeah. So that reminds me though. I did start rewatching the Sopranos too. Which, oh yeah. Right. Which I think I mentioned to you, I've watched about five now and yeah, I'm back in baby. You're back in. Oh yeah. <laughs> See, I was going to start, but I haven't started yet. Uh, Thanks for the reminder. Um, well, you'll be hiding from the sun for the next few months. Well, that, yeah, that's true. All right. Well, uh, that's basically all I got. Sorry, um, but that's all I got. So, you know what? We're going to get right into the movie that we are reviewing this week. It's 2022's uh, Project Wolf Hunting. Um, probably no trailer. There's so probably no trailer. So here's some Here's some home improvement for you. Enjoy the tool man. <laughs> Project Wolf Hunting. So, yeah. uh, this actually, Sam from uh, Patreon right. actually was messaging he kind, me. He kind of snuck an extra one He's in here, didn't that he? That son of a bitch. <laughs> He's like, hey, you know, you should check this out. I don't want to tell you anything about it. Uh, cause it's, I don't want to give anything away, but it's, ins- it's insane. You like, you just need to watch it. So. Yeah. And I, I did have this on my watch list for us to, to do cause I'd heard that it was really gory and yeah. stuff. So it was just like, well, okay. Sam suggested it. Well, Ooh. and exactly. So I was like, okay, well I need an excuse to watch it. So here we go. Uh, this isn't a movie that I would have been able to sneak past the wife <laughs> watching with the wife. <laughs> right. Um, I could have come over and watched it with John's kids, maybe. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, why haven't you come over to watch Project Wolf Hunting yet? <laughs> yeah. Uncle James. Uh, okay. So this follows dangerous criminals on a cargo ship who are transported from the Philippines to South Korea as they unleash a sinister force after an escape attempt leads to a riot. Yeah. Um, So, uh, like Sam suggested, you know, just go into it blind. I went into it completely blind. I didn't know anything about it. Were your eyes... um, Stapled shut? Stapled shut. (laughs) (laughs) They were not. Um, Yeah, this movie, I didn't know what to expect, but, like... Cause I didn't even watch a trailer or anything. Yeah. Um, holy fuck. <laughs> like speaking of movies that, that go hard. <laughs> oh yeah. It, it definitely, it intensifies as the movie goes on, which, which is amazing. I, I, I think right from the get go though, when they, when you, when you get the, the blood and the, the, you there's know, tons of blood. Yeah. It's like more blood coming out of these people than like fits in the human body. I know. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, you know, someone gets like hit in the head with, you know, a wrench, a or wrench or something. something. Yeah. 
in a regular, you know, in like a 90s movie, that might just be like, right? But in this, it it caves his head in and blood gushes uh, everywhere. It just starts spraying. Which which is awesome. (laughs) Which I fucking love. Yeah. Like... The gore horror is alive. (laughs) Like, there's so much blood all over the place. So much. So much. Um, You know, it's funny. Yeah, so I didn't know too much about it. I knew the basic premise of these prisoners on a cargo ship. And I knew that it was supposed to be really gory, and that was kind of all I knew about it. So going in, there was some nice kind of surprises as the plot developed. Like, starts out kind of a con air type thing. You've got a bunch yeah. of uh, kind of crazy Korean criminals who had fled to the Philippines, were kind of hiding. There's like a new sort of extradition agreement with the South Korean government. So... These guys are all arrested in Philippines and they're being sent back on this container ship. Um, and so and we've got we've got some cop characters that we're introduced to who are on the boat to watch over them. And then we've got all these like, yeah, the, you've got your main sort of, well, guy who starts out as your main villain. Um, who's like this real psycho guy with like yeah, neck, with all tattoos, neck and tattoos and stuff. And stuff. Um, Park Jong-do is his name in the movie. Uh, so they're so they're South Korean, right? Yeah, uh, Seo and Guk is the actor. I'm, I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. He is a like K-pop singer. This guy that plays really? the psycho dude. Wow, he does an awesome job. Yeah, he's cool. He's good in it. Um, and then we've got the kind of quiet guy who you know from early on. He's like, yeah, he's among the criminals, but you get the sense like he's actually a good guy. Um, he kind of stands up to this dude when they're doing their prison riot, when they sort of all get out of their handcuffs and stuff, uh, a little ways into the boat ride. Now, did you see the twist coming with the, with the, with the monster guy? No, with <laughs> the, the young guy. Sorry. What, uh, might as well, what just tell me. Okay. So <laughs> spoilers so, for project Wolf. Yeah. So the you twi- should definitely watch this before you, you listen to the episode, but the twist is, uh, he is. Oh right, he's one of the, he's one of them, sorry, yes. or like, um, the the guy that has the staples in his eye. He's like the first one, right? right? So yeah, as the plot unfolds, we find out it's all about this like government or I don't know, is it government or is it a corporate project? It was some sort of it, Japanese science project that started during yeah. World War Two, where they have basically like resurrected dead people and turned them into these sort of crazy fighting machines but they were supposed to be doing it as science for like prolonging age and stuff like that well they 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 were yeah trying to prolong age but they're trying to create like a a super soldier super soldier right Uh, and it's like a mix of wolf blood or wolf something like well they said they they behave like wolves or something well because like when it's the flashback there's all these wolves in cages right yeah yeah so, so i, I think you're they supposed using, to using wolf blood or something uh, splicing wolf genes i don't know all i know is their eyes glow yeah their eyes glow um and we at first we just think there's the one guy who's like in the basement we see him in the cargo hold of the bottom of this boat he's like on ice and like he's hooked up to all this shit and he's got the stapled eyes yeah and then um there's this doctor who's they've brought on board uh, who's supposed to be like the doctor for the prisoners, but he's been paid to like go down below and give a, a shot at some point to this guy. Yeah, see, I don't understand this part. Uh, one, I thought that this guy was like 
the boss of these criminals and that it was like they knew he was down there or something. Oh, yeah, no, it was like, like nobody... It was like a separate thing that was going on. Yeah, so... But then, like, what did the doctor give him a shot of and why did he wake up? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> The so, plot isn't necessarily So, always, like, I don't really understand... I don't really understand. And also, when the guy woke up, those two guys that are like shady as shit. Yeah, they got, yeah, he's got right? those, they got those two guys that are looking over him. Who look like criminals. Yeah. <laughs> um, they have the greasy hair and whatever. He brings them like Jollibee, like the fried chicken, the yeah. Filipino fried chicken stuff. <laughs> and like, so what What are we calling this? What's the, his name? Alpha? Oh, yeah, Alpha, I think. Yeah, you know. Alpha. Okay, so when Alpha wakes up he kills those guys um but the one guy is just like laughing yeah he's kind of like, like crazy like he's right? crazy yeah he's got like a shotgun and he's like he thinks it's fun that so i'm like the guy has woken up <sighs> whatever it, it doesn't really matter um but we got yeah. our we got our tough older cop we also have like the guy who is overseeing this whole Shipping, he's at another location. Oh, yeah, he's in a different his, location. Like, tech yeah. team or whatever. Um, Some special forces, whatever. We've got the the woman cop who's on board because yeah. there's a couple of women prisoners that she's over overseeing. Um, and there's a you know there's a big cast of various criminals. This movie is kind of a weird mix of a bunch of movies, but at the, but in a way that I, I didn't necessarily feel like oh this is just ripping this off, this is ripping this off. But I couldn't help but notice like all these little things like it's like Conair. With some under siege, obviously. Yeah. You got, um, it kind of reminded me of From Dust Till Dawn just in that the first half is basically a crime action movie and the second half is a horror movie, right? Right. So it kind of reminded me of that in that sense. You got some Frankenstein elements. You got pre- some Predator elements, actually. Totally, yeah, actually, too. yeah. <laughs> so uh, interesting blend. And then you could, you know, and then you could say maybe like throw in something like The Night Comes for Us where that's like a super a gory sort of violence and stuff. I can appreciate that Alpha once he wakes up and he starts just like moving about the ship. Yeah. He just like doesn't give a fuck kill everything yeah and he's not on anyone's side he just fucks no, up who's ever no. around and it and like he just kills everyone and anything that moves and it you just think okay he's just an unstoppable force like nothing's going to be able to stop him right yeah and you know so the first while when the, when they were showing him like asleep and stuff with all the machines hooked up i was like oh is this the guy that got blown up by that bomb in the first scene? Do you remember the opening scene? They're escorting a criminal outside out of an airport or something like that. And this guy runs up and he's like, you ruined my life. And he has a bag with a bomb. In oh, it. And he, no, no. And he blows himself up. And then, and then like assuming like the other guy too. No. And so I was thinking, oh, this is that guy who got blown up and he's like, they're keeping him alive for some reason. No, what that was about was that was giving the justification of why it's on a boat. Because they talked right. about how the previous attempt to bring these criminals back by air. Right. It got hit by it. It didn't go so well. Right. <laughs> yeah. So they, they decided a new tactic, which um, we're just going to put them on a fucking cargo ship. I kept, and see, I kept waiting for that opening scene to like tie in somehow to this. And then of course right. it never does. Right. Other than like, as you're saying, like it's the, it's the justification for yeah moving them on a boat. But did you see 
it coming where the the baby face killer right because oh, that's was one of them was um, one of them i i had a hint of it earlier uh there's the moment where the sort of the leader of the criminals on the boat he tries to stab somebody and that guy just like grabs his wrist and is yeah. able to hold him and so i was like oh is he like super strong too but i didn't you know, I didn't necessarily think, oh, he's part of the same program or whatever. I actually, right then, I figured, okay, he's he's one of them. Yeah. Because that main criminal also makes a comment of, it's been 10 years and you haven't aged. Oh, right, all. right. Good call. Right. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, well, like this is, because he's just quiet. Like, you know, this, like, this guy has something to do with something. He's a strong, right? strong, silent type. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brooding. Uh, I didn't see the the cop that's in the the control room. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. That was a whole other. That was a whole other thing that he was so like. find out he's one of them, too. And like. Uh, but then there's this other guy that the he guy called. The guy who's their boss. Yeah, who's getting the, the blowjob yeah. from the dude. And then like breaks his, like crushes his skull while he's getting a blowjob. I was like, that's not the time to do that, man. <laughs> yeah, man. This movie is so fucking gory. It, it like, honestly, probably in the top five goriest movies I've ever seen, I, I'd say. Like, like I can only think of a few movies that are really up there in terms of gore and they have different tones. Like, like dead alive is it's very, very gory, but it's, you know, a fu- it's a funny movie. Dead alive. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, um, night comes for us is a very violent movie, but it's, it's not over the top. It's gory in a different way. Like, yeah. Like it feels it, like. It is very gory, but it's, it's trying not li- to be somewhat realistic. Yeah, it's not like blood splashing all over the place gory. It's more like, I'm going to stick this knife in your forearm and rip it down your forearm. Right. Kind of And this gore. is like, I'm going to smash your face in and bludgeon you to death until your brains are all over. Or I'm going to step on you so that your insides are crushed and you start like vomiting blood out of your mouth and nose. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Like there's so much people getting fucking annihilated just annihilated um it's so good yeah so so once they're on board they're moving the ship um we you know there's these guys who are working in the kitchen T- typical kind of thing where it's like they've replaced they've replaced the guys that were supposed to be there uh you know it's the kind of thing you see on under siege right? oh yeah totally like they've taken the place of the chefs or whatever it is you know the caterers or um and they're there to help free the prisoners. Uh, they get all of their handcuffs. We get some brutal shit with the cops, dude. When the when the, the bad guy, um, like, sorry, I keep forgetting his name, uh, Jong Du, he like kills that one guard, and then he takes his cigarette and he starts smoking it, and then he takes his pants down yeah, and pisses, pisses on, on him. him. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean. It gets the point across that this guy's a psychopath. Yeah, he like, plays it good. He plays it really good. Yeah, the I fact it. that you like you told you just said that he's a K-pop. Yeah, he's a K-pop singer. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because like, fuck, he's a good actor. Then. Yeah, well, look, that's interesting, right? Like, um, I know like the the way that that stuff works to some degree, the music industry in Japan and Korea and stuff like, kind of like your life is not really in your control totally like you're a corporate entity kind of and you sort of have to go here do this 
do like a lot of them get really depressed and commit suicide and stuff. I wonder if this was like he got to do this acting and this is like an outlet for him to do something totally different from this musical career that he has or whatever. I mean, I don't know. I'm just specu- speculating. I, I'm just surprised that they would okay it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because this is this is some filthy shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so once the prisoners are free and they start fucking up all the cops and stuff in brutal ways, hitting like we said, hitting them with wrenches and different tools and stuff and geysers of blood erupting from their skulls and shit. Yeah. There's like a really cool shootout on the bridge of the ship. Um, once the older cop guy, the main cop, shit, I gotta find his name. I don't know which actor he is here amongst all these characters. Damn, I know it's not gonna be easy to figure it out, unfortunately. Uh, he's a detective, right? Yeah. Oh, this one right here, Sung Jung Hak. Okay. Oh yeah. Maybe. No, I think that's the older guy who is sort of the companion to the silent guy. So the, uh, oh. the silent prisoner has this older companion on the boat with him who kind of follows him around everywhere and doesn't really seem like he belongs with all these other criminals. Like, I don't know if he was a white collar criminal or something, but like uh, he's one of the few who actually wants the boat to continue on to Korea. Oh, right. Um, well, maybe it's one of these detectives, but they don't have any pictures. Oh, OK. Um, well, anyway, there's the older cop who's kind of like the one in charge of all these guards on the boat. Yeah. Um, he he goes up on the bridge with a woman cop and they get in the shootout with uh, the guy who was like the plant that was working in the kitchen and stuff. Right. There's some cool stuff there with with gunplay and uh, the the gunplay is like really violent too. Like the yeah. squibs are oh yeah off the charts for sure. Um, and everyone's just getting fucked up. No matter who yeah. dies, like it's in the most brutal way possible. Everyone's getting fucked up, but also like uh, even like the gunfight in the control room like yeah. in the ship yeah control room is that what you're talking about yeah 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 like that's pretty fucked up um but these criminals are just psychos <laughs> yeah, like yeah. there's no there's no actual plan like hey we're just gonna disable the whole ship so we're just gonna be floating yeah in where the are ocean. we gonna go <laughs> like because they they when they're messing with the engineers and like they're killing the engineer guys and the one guy's like no 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 like I am the chief engineer if yeah. you kill me the boat isn't going anywhere and they all laugh and they're just like ah. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm like what is their plan they're just gonna drift aimlessly you're gonna run out of food and stuff uh, yeah well that ship's gonna get size sideways and then tip over yeah so they're not necessarily deep thinkers <laughs> no <laughs> i don't know if maybe there was another part of the plan that they never got to because maybe because the plan kind of all gets interrupted like midway through um that's what's awesome when they were downstairs uh in the engine room and this engineer says this and then all of a sudden alpha comes in and they're like who the fuck is this guy yeah and he like his his footfalls are like super heavy like on the metal of the ship it's yeah like, bang bang like he's like a, he's like a fucking frankenstein monster Except he totally he sees, is he sees things like the predator like he has like the heat vision i think so. you only get one view of that. yeah it only shows one view maybe they were like we're gonna get sued if we <laughs> keep doing this <laughs> but i like <laughs> make that him make like the <laughs> noises <or whatever. laughs> and then his face splits open <laughs> yeah that'd be a bit much <laughs> But yeah, he, uh, no, yeah, it's, and then he, we, we learned that he has like five times the strength of a normal human man or whatever. So, and he just like, he'll punch fuckers. 
their like chest cavity will collapse in. They'll fly across the room and like hit a wall, and their uh, skull will like smash and stuff. Um, it's, yeah, it's nuts. And and it's just like the blood is literally like uh, you bust open uh, one of these guys, and it's like a blood sack unleashes. Yeah, yeah. Like just, it's like pouring <laughs> buckets of blood out of somebody. Or a football full of meat. Andy, you'll appreciate that. <laughs> that's, that's something from when we were kids. Um, yeah, it's so, like, fuck. It's relentless, too. Like, you, you don't go very long without somebody getting just destroyed in this movie. Like, always. And then there's a part where he fucking rips a dude's arm off and then beats and him And then to beats death. him with it. I'm like, man, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I figured. I was like picturing, oh, James James is going to be loving this. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, uh, my wife sat down and watched a little bit of it and she was, she actually watched most of the second half. Oh, really? That's when it gets really nuts. <laughs> and uh, because she works for a visual effects company, so she was like, oh, I wonder how much of this is like, CG, CG right so she was like very interested in that and the scene came up where he ripped that guy's arm off and like started beating the crap out of him and i'm like this is just perfect like, <laughs> like it's just beautiful poetic cinema <laughs> and i'm sure my wife must just think i'm crazy where i'm like this just warms my heart <laughs> it's like somebody getting brutally murdered she's like uh okay <laughs> uh i'm concerned i have questions <laughs> uh yeah i mean it's it's pretty intense it's literally like it's just hunting for people trying to find people well that's the fun uh, thing too is that there are so many characters so there are tons of people to die in the movie yeah um and i mean uh, fast forward a little bit like by the time you get to the end there's basically nobody left yeah, yeah, there's nobody left. I think it comes down to the, I don't know what that guy's name is, the head detective or the head special forces guy. Yeah. And he seems to kill Alpha pretty easily. Yeah, so like he he seems pretty untouchable at first. Like uh, He's really confident. He comes in with a team of guys who I assume are all jacked up too. Yeah, because they, they all get slaughtered. They all alpha. like take a shot of something. Yeah, whatever which, that is. I don't is. know. It's supposed to, like it doesn't go into some of this stuff. It's like, oh, did they devise a serum that's sort of based on maybe some it gives of this you research. a temporary, yeah, temporary super soldier like on uh, the boys. You know, when they take the a the v? pill, yeah, the V stuff to make them. Uh, I mean, have the powers. I do like that. Like when when they rip their shirt and on their. Uh, on their chest, they have like the number, right? Yeah, they got like a serial number. A serial like, number. Yeah, it's like tort, like uh, branded onto them. So, I mean, you can piece it together that, like, you know, the the baby face killer and the the top special forces guy, even the guy like his boss, mm-hmm. right, had the same thing, right, and it's he has it so they're and like. We see a photo from the World War Two. Where they have that. Where he has it, that boss guy, like the guy above everyone. Right. And he's one of the guys in that picture with like the original, with the other guy, the uh, alpha guy. Oh, So he's been there since like the beginning too, which they don't show that till the end. And of course, this is another movie that like definitely gets setting itself up for a sequel. Well, and that's what's so great. It, it 
does a lot of world building, but yeah. subtle world building. Yeah, there's like a lot of little flashback things to fill in some stuff. Um, yeah, and we, it doesn't like hold your hand really for it. No, it, it's like here's some stuff. Like here's what's going on, kind of. But like you gotta kind of piece it together a bit. Too. But it's basically like what happened with Alpha was like the first one, but it they've evolved whatever the yeah, treatment he was, is. He was all fucked up. He was right? all well because. He had his arm blown off and they stitched an arm back together for him. Right. Like that's what it showed in the flashback. So they were just like, hey, maybe this will work. But he, but he was something wrong with his brain, too, or something like he's he's way more aggressive than they were supposed to be. Even when they first when they first fire him up, you know, when they finish their <laughs> experiment, he fucks everyone up. That's there. Right. Uh, like he kills everybody, the scientists, the doctors and yeah. everything, the, sold, the Japanese soldiers and stuff. Um, so they've always had a trouble containing him and yet they've never destroyed him all the way back going all the way back to then because they've spent so much money on him or whatever and they want to use him still for research or whatever. Um, or maybe he was providing whatever serum for who knows for the other ones. I don't know. Who yeah. knows? I mean, I kind of like if they make a second one, I just hope that there's more of these guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, there has to be. Like, oh, you thought that guy was bad? Well, right. guess what? <laughs> guess what? It's a sequel. There's, yeah. a, there's a gnarlier guy. Yeah, we got like five of them now. We have one that was an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got like animals that do this now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got to step it up, right? Oh, 100%. <laughs> Although you, then you get into some uh, some choppy CG stuff, probably. Uh, that's true. Um, but yeah, then so was that the arm? You know, the arm that was sewn sewn on was that the one that the the older detective guy like bites off later when he's fighting Alpha? Like Alpha is like caving his head in, and he's just like won't let go of biting his arm yeah, until it comes off. That he, is the one that yeah, and he says like I couldn't face my my boys on the other side unless I at least took an arm <laughs> with me or whatever. Oh man, <laughs> crazy. There's also the hilarious. Um, woman prisoner who like she's really mouthy and has like all kinds of shit to say all the time yeah i mean you know for a fact that the tables are gonna turn and she's gonna get control like as soon as she she starts mouthing off it's yeah. like you know yeah <laughs> it's gonna happen yeah well it's con air you know it's gonna go down yeah the crazy thing about all that is like so the tables are turned they she has the one cop who's like gagged in like uh in handcuffs right and what is so brilliant actually is you have alpha come in the door and he just kills her right away yeah immediately right and it's it rips her throat out or something yeah it i actually i actually said we were talking about roadhouse (laughs) i know that's what's funny i i I remembered that and i'm like sick throat rip you know like oh man i think there's like four or five there, of them there's a movie, bunch though. of them yeah uh but and some serious throat slashes too yeah but i think it's genius in the fact that it's like it, it is almost like a bunch of different movies meshed into one where it's like oh like here's this movie that you think you're watching well here's this other movie where this guy comes in and just fucks that movie yeah, up. Yeah, he's just here right? to ruin the other, the, the first movie. Yeah, <laughs> which is awesome. Yeah. 
like and then like i said like that's what made me think of from dusk till dawn where yeah it's a it's a crime movie it's a heist whatever robbery movie and then halfway through it turns into a fucking vampire crazy carnage movie yeah um which yeah i had fun with that where i was like okay i didn't know this is where we were going like this is you know obviously i knew something was fucked up with the guy and the hook to the machines but i didn't know that this is where we were gonna end up going where he's like a fucking crazy monster yeah everyone Uh, i mean i'm glad we went there (laughs) um and i don't know this just goes to prove like like i've said before you know we get into like these korean movies or indonesian movies and it's just i don't know there's a lot of great movies out there that we just either don't know until netflix you know yeah, maybe it should one of the you know, it shows like up sends or, it out. but yeah i mean kind of keep your ear to the i like what they're doing yeah they're taking you know they're doing stuff that we're not seeing in the american market really no. maybe you get a few horror movies that'll go this to this length but not many not really like evil dead rise it it goes there. It goes but, there, and which is which is respectable yeah. for a for a sort of major movie. Yeah, but those but the movies that came before laid the groundwork to get there. That's true. That's true. Right. It's few and far between coming out of the the North American market to see this. Kind you of don't movie. see action horror like this. No, not really. Not not not. I mean, at least not that's going to go this nuts. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm really looking forward to the new Fast and Furious movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hear like Jason Momoa is like awesome. He looks fun in the eyes. Because uh, it, yeah. it's just a fun time, right? Mm-hmm. That is American action movies. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I like it, but I also like this kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, that's the beauty, right? Like, right. You got to get some different flavors yeah, going on. Yeah. So some variety. You, so you appreciate all the different things and that's what's like too bad which i mean hollywood's kind of always been that way right just a copycat oh this movie's hot okay let's make like a hundred just like it right right (laughs) Um, until it's dead yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i mean uh wonderful surprise yeah so yeah and you know we get to the end um the silent guy of course is our last remaining hero he fights the the commander dude uh, they go off the boat together and he like slashes them on the way down yeah. into the water before he fucks them up. Oh, that just reminded me when the guy like gets his legs chopped off at the knees and he like falls over and there's a blood shooting everywhere. Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know. The end is pretty, pretty gnarly too. Uh, our silent guy emerges from the water. He's walking on the beach at the end. So we know he's going to be back for a sequel. Yeah. He washes up on like, the most trash yeah there's so much trash which hey that's probably just they just found a beach and that's just how (laughs) it is probably um (laughs) they didn't need to add any extra yeah staging or anything um and then we also see the guy who was like the big boss the blowjob guy and he's like showing i don't know what blowjob guy guy. (laughs) he's showing like investors or something like oh yeah here's where we have all these other fucking dudes in cages and shit like uh and they're like one guy's like growling like a fucking panther at him or something i was like is it gonna go into some weird 
Oh, I hope hybrid. so. I guess maybe maybe he was. Those are supposed to be wolf sounds, but it didn't sound like a wolf to me. It sounded like something else, like a cougar or something. Yeah, they're testing with other testing other animals. We're gonna get some different uh, different types. Man, I hope that that is on that island that he washed up on. <laughs> yeah. So then, it's, oh yeah, it must be right. It's just like he just walks right into. Now that they're situation. trapped <laughs> on the island, and these things get unleashed. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Well, I mean, and this is the thing. so nobody else fucking makes it. Like, there's probably like 40, 50 people on this boat at the start. Yeah, that boat pretty much it sunk. It's yeah. done. Or it's just floating. It's off just floating with a bunch off. Of, bunch of torn up corpses <laughs> on it. Be a fun discovery once it's been out in the sun for oh, man. a couple months or something. <laughs> you imagine that? So like, you get called in. You're like, yeah, we need your help on figuring out what the fuck happened. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Uh, I mean, that's one of my favorite actually kind of horror premises is like the finding the ship at sea that's like where is everybody what happened here right or, or in space either like they've done some of those in space where it's like yeah yeah made horizon like there's this ship and it's just floating here and where did the people go like what happened that's yeah kind of a creepy it's like very idea, eerie right? yeah um yeah but anyway that's a that's a different movie I, I don't know i had a lot of fun with this i had a lot of fun i mean i think going in blind is is or near blind for me is like one of the best ways to enjoy something like this where you don't know what you're going to get. You don't know where it's going. Totally. You're not like sort of prejudiced as to like, what is this going to be? Like you're just letting it kind of be what it is. Yeah. I, I quite enjoyed it. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like I need to watch it again, but (laughs) maybe I'll just to bathe in all that blood. Maybe I'll give it a little bit. I'll give it a little bit (laughs) before I watch it again. Yeah. Now I think this came out, uh, last year. So yeah, I mean, fingers crossed they're ready to go by next year with a sequel. Hopefully (laughs) that'd be great. I didn't read if to see if they're it's in production or anything like that, but they definitely set it up. You know, we did the big four a little while ago and they were like, yeah, this is going to have a sequel. Like the way that that ended. Yeah. Difference is I'm, I'm very excited if they make a sequel to so, this. I'm definitely on board. Written and directed by Hung Sung Hung Sung Kim. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else he's done. Yeah, he hasn't done too much. Um, the Chase. Uh, so I haven't I haven't heard of this director before, so he's new to me. No, I haven't heard of him either. It doesn't say anything about uh, upcoming projects, but let's hope. Let's hope. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I don't know. Oh, the uh, the chase. Uh, after people in his town start turning up dead, a grumpy landlord is visited by a man who recounts an unsolved serial murder case from 30 years ago that may hold the clue to what is happening now. So that sounds like a very different movie, but it looks like looks kind of fun. <laughs> it's like it's like old dudes trying to solve a serial killer mystery. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, but yeah, I don't know interesting it's fun to me that there's exciting new filmmakers popping up too totally because we've got some you know established korean directors that we've seen a lot of output uh from the last bunch of years so bring in some new blood too yeah i'm liking it i i look forward to uh seeing what else he comes up with so well should Uh, we uh, rate this or is there something we didn't talk about i think we pretty much covered it i I don't know. Just, I love the blood, man. <laughs> I know you love do. it. <laughs> Just really gets me hard. <laughs> so an overshare, but sure. <laughs> uh, come on. I need to share in my hardness. 
Uh, yeah, so let's get to the ratings. Why don't you go first? All right. Well, uh, plot, I have a six. Kills, I give a nine. It's close to giving it a ten. I think the only thing that holds it back from a ten for me is that it's not, like, necessarily the most well choreographed. It's just incredibly violent. So if I was just right. if it was just kills and not action, I would have to give it a 10, but right. I'll give it a 9. Pacing, I had 7. Um, it's not very long between <laughs> gnarly shit happening. Quotes and tropes, it loses some points uh, with a 4 for me. And then uh, reaction, I had a 7. So my overall score is a 6.6. 6. Uh, yeah, so my scores are plot 6, uh, kills action, a 10. I just... Mm-hmm. I mean... The gore alone, (laughs) you know. So uh, pacing, I gave it six. Uh, Quotes and tropes, seven or four. Uh, And then reaction, seven. And I have the same score, 6.6. There you go. So overall, that's a 6.6, which means it's tied at number 87 with Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Deliver us from evil. The Man from Nowhere. Oh, what? Here's one of those things again where... Yeah. I think that's three Korean movies all colliding right there where we get these... uh, Well, I think those two are Sam picks. They they were, too. No, no, no. Man from Nowhere story was uh, was Andy. Oh, was Andy. Okay. But but three Korean picks just happening to cluster together. That's very strange. Um... So, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, Deliver Us from Evil, The Man from Nowhere. I mean, for me, even though Temple of Doom has has a lot of flaws, it, it's it's a better movie than this. But I would I would put this ahead of those other two Korean movies, even though I enjoyed both of those uh, as well. Like, uh, now now I'm gonna I'm readying myself for your argument about why this goes ahead of Temple of Doom. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean. I would put it ahead of the Temple of Doom. Um, my guess is you're putting it behind for nostalgia reasons. No, come on, dude. There's so much iconic, dope scenes. In there is. Temple of Doom. There is. I agree. But I don't know. I mean, this list doesn't fucking matter because <laughs> Temple of Doom. No, okay. Here's, is, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna flip a coin. Okay. Because it's one versus one here. We don't have a third. Because Temple third of Doom voice. is behind Dread. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, see, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't have put it there. No, I wouldn't have put it there either. <laughs> but how, that's okay. just how the group. Okay, we'll just flip a fucks coin. Everything up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why, you know, you need one person in charge. Oh, wait, who's got a coin? Who has a fucking coin in this day and age? I don't. Yeah. You think there'd be one laying around here? I don't have a coin. Shit. Okay, we're going to have to battle it out with our. Our battler guys. Okay, so the listeners don't know this, but John bought these dollar store toys called Aikido Ultimate Arcade Warriors. They're like these little uh, kind of like, what were those old robot uh, oh, the boxing? Oh, Rock'em Sock'em? robots. They're kind of like that. You f- flip a thing, you punch, and you fuck your other guy up. So we're going to do that right now. So what, best two out of three? Or? Best two out of three to see which where it goes. Okay, all right. That's one down. I got a one win here. Oh, that was immediate. Immediate. Damn it. Okay. My fist destroyed your wizard. My two face with a fist destroyed your wizard. <laughs> okay, so, so this goes behind. Yeah, so n- new number 88. Um, 
Yeah, right behind Temple of Doom in front of Deliver Us from Evil. So Yeah. But that's funny when we have those things where like three similar movies, there are movies that have a weird connection or whatever, like a couple of them end up in the same place in the list. It's yeah, totally. Weird. It's very weird. All right. Um well I'm glad that uh, Sam suggested it, even though it wasn't his turn to pick. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Son of a bitch. You got a freebie. Uh, but no, I, I'm glad we watched it. Um, yeah, really glad we watched it, actually. But uh, thanks for listening. Um, you can check us out on Instagram. Uh, you can chat up Dustin and uh, send a message through him to me if you want <laughs> or you can become a patron and um, I get all the messages on Patreon so uh, you can message that way um, if you join you know uh, make us pick a movie you know we'll send you some shit well, I'm currently working uh, on a new t-shirt oh okay um, nice to me. which you know um the people that are on the Patreon top level will get a shirt, but uh, I'm nice. working on it. Hopefully nice. it'll be done soon, which is great. And uh, you can check out our list. It's on Letterbox uh, under Action Action. And uh, yeah, thanks. And we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.